0: Uh, Jim Howler, welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. You know how much we love having you on. And when when you, uh, of course, with Stephen Simcox, as you well know, uh, when there's an SWC battle to be had, we we cannot talk to anybody else but you. And uh, welcome back to the program. And oh, what a fun week it is, Jim, as, uh, as these two great teams and great schools get back together. In the Final Four, how stoked are you?
1: I am pumped, Matt. I am pumped. My wife says she hasn't seen me this excited in years. So I'm definitely good. I love the Arkansas matchup. I love the U of H matchup. I love the fact we're in the Final Four. I mean, what a fabulous time to be a Baylor
0: fan i would say uh that is true now jim the the ladies program uh lady Bears, very close to your heart you love watching them so uh i i need to at least bring it up with you um I didn't know how good (laughs) (laughs) don't
1: (laughs) don't bring up the striped shirt you're gonna cause me to take a drink in the middle
0: of the day (laughs) (laughs) oh you wouldn't do that (laughs) oh Jim that was uh, that was heartbreaking I know I know you took it like a lot of us and probably took it even harder than a lot of us the other night the way that thing Went down. I, I got to say, I, I'm put my coaching hat on. I want to see what you think about this. I the, the let's let's take the foul call out of it. I, I, I were you like me? Were you like, hey, let's get this play started? Come on, come on, come on. There's 19 seconds left. You got a freshman point guard, and I thought, by the way, I thought she handled herself fine after a shaky start. Uh, I thought I thought she I thought Sarah calmed down and really made some nice plays in that game. Um, oh, no
1: doubt about that. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because she was put in a tough situation. Oh. She made Jeez. a big time drive for two big time points. Sarah Andrews is going to be a terrific player. Just watch.
0: I, I think she is. I just thought that play was taking too long for whatever reason. Who knows? It was just uh, it, it just kind of got sped up. And then, well, it
1: got you know I, the the just we're not going to dwell on that long. But I tell you what, the obvious plan was to get the ball to Melissa Smith. They were hanging all over her. There was no way to get a pass into her, so they had to go to the. Offside, and they got it to their next best score and uh you know the end result is what it was but uh it, it they got they ended up getting it in the hands of the right person if they couldn't get it to Nalissa. but that yeah, was a great game. Let's just focus on the fact that that was two great programs battling in a in a premier position in the elite eight as far as I'm concerned, that was the two best teams in the tournament that just happened to play in the elite eight.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, and and I, I just think it's a real shame that Dee, Dee got hurt when she did because, honestly, but the Lady Bears were in control. Well, of that Kim, game. Kim
1: Mulkey said it right. When, when Dee Dee got hurt, that just killed the momentum. I mean, we were on that 8 0 or 10 2 <sighs> run or whatever it was and had the ball with an 8 or 10 point lead, and Dee, Dee goes down. It's just unfortunate. First thing I thought about was. Lauren Cox about against mm-hmm. Notre Dame two years ago. Could we hold on? But anyway, you know, let's start focusing on next year with the lady bears and just focus now on the men in the final four.
0: I like, I like it when you sort of coach me up. I mean, I need coaching. <laughs> um, well, I
1: don't, I don't like to dwell on the past. I hear so let's you. talk about what's happening now. And yeah. we'll talk about how great the lady bears are going to be next Yeah, year.
0: we'll do it. We'll do it. Jim Howler joining the Matt Mosley show with Steven Simcox and, uh, I just wonder when you knew it was going to be Baylor and Houston, and in the excitement, it was gut wrenching the early one, but the last, the late night one, we all felt so great about. And I know you were out pumping, pumping your fist, and had to be so excited <laughs> about it. What, what, what are the, what are the memories that come flooding back when you think of, uh, when you think of Baylor Houston? What are the first two or three things that come to mind?
1: Well unfortunately, I think of all the times I got beat by Coach Guy Lewis and Akeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler, but I certainly wasn't alone in that category. (laughs) You know, they they were great, great teams, and it's just shocking to me that was the last time that the University of Houston's made it even to the Sweet 16. So uh, this is really, really special for both universities. Two great coaches, of course, Kelvin Sampson and Scott, battled many years in the Big 12 when Sampson was at Oklahoma. Uh, So there's just so many intriguing storylines in this battle, and I just love it for the state of Texas, for basketball in our state, that we've got two Texas teams playing in the Final Four obviously that's never happened before
0: did, did uh did you and coach lewis ever uh have any recruiting battles did you get someone he wanted or did he get someone you were <laughs> were you were you going after any of those high flyers I, went,
1: I mean i went after a lot of them i got you know they went hard they did now they went hard after terry teagle they went hard after benny johnson but you know uh, these kids are are better in certain situations. And both of those youngsters were better here in Waco and better at, at Baylor. But uh, I'd have to say Guy V. Lewis beat me on more. <laughs> I tell you, he got a lot of players I'd like to have had. I'd like to have had Clyde Drexler. I mean, I could go on and on. Larry Michaud, uh, you you can go right down the list. But uh, Guy Lewis was a great, great coach and a great man. And uh, I remember – playing tennis with him many, many times in the past. And my wife, Judy, always loved Coach Lewis. He was so polite and so nice. His image on the court did not fit him off the court he was a real real fine gentleman
0: do you ever remember coach our uh running into coach sampson as he was on his way up he's had some different stops Oh, sure i've been
1: robbed i did tv work back when he was at washington state Mm. i did a lot of his games when he was at oklahoma i've known him a long time he's a, a terrific technician of the game a very very nice person uh he's great for basketball he's uh He's obviously great for basketball in our state right now with what he's doing in the city of Houston. And uh, he was uh, after he had his problems at Indiana and went back and was the assistant coach for the Houston Rockets. And then our athletic director at Baylor, Mack Rhodes, was smart enough to hire him to be the head coach at the University of Houston. And uh, this is just going to be a sensational battle uh, Saturday between two terrific coaches.
0: What do you, uh, from what you know about this uh, current group of Houston, I mean, what do you think? You know the Baylor team better than the Houston team. Well, I know
1: the Houston team very, very well, Matt, and I'm going to tell you something. I was at the game earlier this year when the University of Houston played Texas Tech in a special matchup up at the new Dickies Arena in Fort Worth, and that Uh, This is probably not a good term, but I'm going to use it anyway. It was almost a bloodbath. It was so physical and so tough. Texas Tech, we know how physical they are. Houston's even more so. Houston beat Texas Tech that day, I think, by 10 or 12 points. I mean, this this will be the most physical team Baylor's played. Arkansas was aggressive. Uh, you know, Kansas obviously is very aggressive, but this Houston team, I've I've never seen a team attack the offensive glass like they do. That's definitely the biggest challenge for the Bears on Saturday is keeping Houston off the offensive glass.
0: Isn't it isn't it interesting? Grimes, Sasser, a name we know well that they he's oh, yeah. he, you know, that family, the Sasser <laughs> family's an incredible family. Jureau Giroux just has that look about him, doesn't he, that he's just going to take your lunch. I mean, he just – he's going to get in your face. You
1: know, that kid's battled hard to be where he is. He started out at the University of Massachusetts then went out to Howard College in Big Spring, set out a year there, never even played, and then Kelvin Sampson got him to the University of Houston. But, I mean, there's a lot of great stories on that team. I mean, Quentin Grimes was one of the top ten recruits in the nation, went to Kansas and started – And then that's interesting. And I've heard Bill Self talk about this. Grimes, after his freshman year, said he was going to go into the NBA. Well, Bill Self didn't hold the scholarship for him. So Grimes couldn't return to Kansas when he decided he didn't want to go to the NBA. So he went back home. He's from the Woodlands right outside of Houston. So now you know he's their leading scorer, and I mean he's probably their star. He averages 18 a game, but there's a lot of a lot of stories on that ball club. you miss missing Sasser and Giroux, but I'm telling you, Gorham—he may be the toughest rebounder Baylor's faced all year. He's on—he's six seven, about two thirty, but he will be a real focus for Baylor defensively. He and vital will probably be uh, they've got a bunch of kids that play like mark battle they're not great offensively but mm. they are great defensive and they're great on the boards
0: gorham looks like he's about 35 years old to me i mean these are...
1: <laughs> he may be <laughs> <laughs> you never know nowadays Oh, my. He, oh my he is goodness. something else but i mean uh, this is just going to be a classic classic matchup and you know, you got great competitors for Baylor. We don't really need to go down the roster. Everybody knows them, but I'm telling you, this Davion Mitchell has gone up my list of all-time favorite players very, very rapidly with the way he's played the last half of this season.
0: Yeah I was trying to think of who used to get get after it on defense for you but Mitchell it, it oh. is I mean it's well, take unbelievable my word for it.
1: I had nobody <laughs> <laughs> my, Michael Williams probably was the closest mm-hmm. you know Michael made the all NBA defensive team a couple of times yeah, yeah. he he was great at stealing the basketball but just consistent all on ball defensive pressure. Yeah, I've just never seen anybody like Mitchell.
0: Yeah, I don't recall Carlos Briggs playing defense like that. We'll leave it at that.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you something, as much as I love Carlos, he couldn't even spell defense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you spotted him a few of them. Uh, <laughs> all
1: right. well, you know, it, was, it was fun to think about old times, but just knowing that these two teams came from the Southwest Conference, they're both in the state of Texas, I just can't say enough about how good that is for basketball in our state
0: all right well jim always fun catching up with you uh you you were going to talk to reed gettys next a, a friend of yours and he thinks oh, the world yeah. of you was a
1: great one that we uh oh he was a he was one of my all-time favorite players and just a great great person and you know his daughter went to baylor yeah so, uh, yeah so there's lots of things well tell reed hello for me he's great and uh he'll give you a real good analysis i'm too emotional about
0: it <laughs> no <laughs> we love that about you um, all right. uh thank well, you, you jim
1: take it uh, have a good day and uh steven i hope someday you get to see tcu in this place me too i won't hold my breath though jim we got yeah. a little we got a little ways to go yeah
0: let's not live fantasies here coach all right all we're, we're,
1: right okay y'all take okay care. be Bye. good